Grand Rising, and welcome back to the podcast. We are here on Cosmos Reading Corner on day 19, reading from the ABC of Enlightenment, a spiritual dictionary for the here and now. As usual, you're probably already in that comfortable space if you click play on this on this episode. But together, we're going to take that one deep breath. So I'll give you just a second. Here we go. In. Out. Wholeness, vibrational balance. I try to do four seconds in, hold for two seconds, and then six seconds exhale. You can do anything that works for you. I just like that. Today's word is heart. Heart. Free the energy from your head. It is imprisoned there. And allow it to move into the heart and then into the being, which is your real center. The heart is midway between the head and the being. Thinking is, thinking is head. It creates questions and never gives you any answers. It is the world of philosophy, the world of the fools. Below it is the world of feeling, heart. It is the world of the poets. Have you ever observed the fact that philosophers ask, poet answer? All poetry is, is an answer. No poetry is a question. No poetry has a question mark on it. It is an answer. The heart answers. Hence, it is far better to come into the world of feeling that is wiser. But still, you are a little way away from absolute, absolutely clear insight. Because when your insight is clear, there is not even an answer, let alone a question. The philosopher's question, the poet answers, and the mystic is neither interested in questioning nor interested in answering. If you come to a mystic, his or her whole work is to destroy your questions, your answers, everything that you are carrying along with you, to make you utterly empty. This is the moment when insight starts functioning and you become innocent. All right, finish with that. It's pretty powerful. I didn't like the way I read it, but I still completed it. Heart. It says, free the energy from your head. That's your thoughts. And they say, I forget where, who said it, but to, they said to find God is to find, the, find that space between your thoughts. And if you are to free the energy from your head, which imprisons you there, and allow that energy to move into your heart and then into your being, which is your real center, you have to stop thinking. How this relates to mindfulness and meditation, if it's not obvious, I guess it's to also to assure you that the world is not going to end if you decide to take care of yourself for a bit. You can sit there and make all types of philosophy up and rules and regulation all within the mind, all within you thinking in that way. But once you get centered to your heart, and you do that with the breath, 
then all poetry is answer. You know what to do. You know how to express it. That space that it talks about with the mystic, though, who is neither interested, <clears throat> who's neither interested in questioning nor interested in answering is very, very interesting. <laughs> because um, it seems like the mystic is a, an example of your being, where you just be in the moment. Today was a wonderful post. Heart. Learning how to get center by freeing the thoughts that no longer support you and even understanding that space between your thoughts, which some say is God. Thanks for listening. We are on day number 19. Moving right along. Hopefully you're taking care of yourself. It's real important. Bye for now. Grand Rising and welcome back to the podcast. So glad you could make it yet again. We are on day 22, a reading from the ABC of Enlightenment, a spiritual dictionary for the here and now. Truth be told, we're going up to day 30. And um, I'm pretty excited because I can only imagine what the last day's word will be. So before we begin, as usual, we want to get to a comfortable space in a comfortable place and having no distractions around because we're going to take one deep breath together. Ready? In, out. Hopefully you are relaxed. You had a relaxed shoulder, relaxed brow, no distractions around. Today's word is miracles. Let us begin. Moses parted the ocean. I have been trying to part the water in my bathtub and I have not yet been able to. Those miracles that people have been told about are the inventions of man, and they have been invented to distract you from the real miracles that can happen to you. As a result of believing in these fictions, you can forget how to trust reality. Watch what is happening, respect it, trust it, and it will deepen. It will become vaster. It will become richer. It will gain many more dimensions. And in the real miracle, the real miracle is by watching what is happening. And don't refuse to accept the real miracles when they happen. Because if you refuse to accept them, then you stop being available for them. Then you become closed off. Your energy is imbalanced. Remain open and vulnerable to the winds and to the rains and to the sun. Remain available to exist. To me, existence is God and there is no other God. An existence is in each moment and is a miracle to all that perceive it. We have just become blind when we lose that thought. Drop your blindness. Become simple and ordinary. Hmm. All right. I want to tell you something that... All right, I didn't read that one before and I try not to read any of them before because again, I want to see if it uh, gives me the same energy, if not even more of a profound feeling when I read it when I was younger. So miracles, I mean, 
we've heard a lot of, a lot of examples and analogies in life where the miracle is in the moment. Um, the miracle is in your everyday, is in your journey, not necessarily the end result. Or in examples like what the book is talking about, how Moses parted the Red Sea. You know, and it's been how many umpteen years and none of us can even part the water in our bathtub. So I would agree that when we have miracles or the miracles that we're told from spiritual prophets and messengers and teachers and guides, they do seem seriously profound. You know, like, well, we could never do that. And um, in some ways, you can't relate to that person or that being, per se. You know, uh, I'll speak for like some of the spiritual guides and teachers that are out here today. All due respect, you know, they're doing their work and making sure that they're bringing a balance into this world. And I would agree that's in part with my work as well. The difference that I am um, for my personal growth and gain that I want to focus on is that I want you to know me. I remember growing up reading, whether it be the Bible or the Quran or any spiritual teachings. The one one of the things that was always present to me is that I never felt like I could relate to this teacher or this guide. Yeah, they're human, but how are they so great that they have no concerns in life? And they may hint to it and might speak of it in a third party way like we as people um, cannot escape our turmoil. So we must find ways. And I think that's great. But that never again made me feel like I was on some level or in comparison to being a human like this person is. So I think from this today's word, what I gathered and how that circles back into my mind that your miracle is your own, you know, and being able to be open to the moment and being vulnerable to the sun, the rain, the moon, the stars. And the probably the biggest distinction there is not emotional vulnerability. You're not having your baggage around and then when somebody steps on your shit, then you want to get mad and say, how dare you? No, I think it's more so the vulnerability in love, like loving all that is and having a grand acceptance or having an open acceptance to know that it's not here to harm you, but you are here to grow with it. And in that growing, you may change from the being you perceive yourself to be now. And that is a miracle. Because you're, you are that Jesus, that Moses, that, you know, that prophet, that guide. And um, that seems a lot more empowering and powerful to me than to be always externally trying to gain some level of understanding from these people, men and women, that I may or may not feel I relate to. Miracles. We are on day 22. Thanks again. How do miracles show up in your life? And what are some examples that you might see in your day to day? Again, I talk about mindfulness and meditation on my podcast and do these reading corners. I want you to or in hope that you can gain that awareness of yourself, that it happens in a day to day basis. So the breath, when you wake up, when you take that inhale and that exhale, the space in between that knowing that's a miracle. We may not be conscious and aware to it every day because we can feel the tension sometimes in our body and in our mind that we need to take a deep breath and relax our shoulders. But the awareness of the space in between that, that is the cause and effect. That's what brings the energy of us being aware into the now and the miracle that is. I can keep going, but I want you to get better too. 
So let's pause right now. Let's reflect on what miracles might be. Again, the sun, the moon, the stars being open and vulnerable to it. Again, this is an enlightenment journey. So we're in it together. It is a spiritual dictionary. And remember, dictionaries are based on definitions that we create. So I don't, these words don't have to be definitive. You can create and define your ways of miracles, but we got to grow together. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you on day 23. Bye for now.